see the Bible verse, turn to first Thessalonians 5. We are almost done with this wonderful book of God's Word that we've been working together through uh, for a number of months. And I want you to look, we're going to look at chapter 5 tonight and look at the last, uh, the last couple of verses. Continue to talk about living as a child called the life. I've never felt that the Christian life was a hard thing to do. That when you really think about what God wants you to do each and every day, it's challenging. It can almost feel overwhelming. Maybe you look at some of the commands and things that God has for us in His Word, and you say, well, these things are impossible. I don't know how to do this like I'm supposed to do. In this chapter, chapter 5, we've been discussing the concept of living as a child of the light. It's true that our sins are forgiven, that we have a home in heaven. Right now, we live in a place of struggle, a place of joy and sorrow, a place of comfort and pain, a place of sickness and health. So, how can we shine as a child of the light? How can we shine consistently in this dark world when you find yourself struggling? To do the right thing. I guess Paul the Apostle himself addressed this struggle in Romans chapter 7 when he said, Oh, wretched man that I am. He said, The things that I ought to do, I expect to do. And the things that I should be doing, or the things that I shouldn't be doing, those are the things that I find myself doing. And he struggled with this thing, and here in 1 Thessalonians 5, we read all of these commands, these encouragements, these challenges to walk as a child of the light. To think about it, yet, they almost feel overwhelming. In fact, I want us to, before we get to our text, verses 23 and 24 tonight, I want you to go back with me beginning in verse 5 of 1 Thessalonians. And I want you to follow along as I just read through these verses and think about all the different things that God tells us that a child of the life ought to be demonstrated in their life. I went through and tried to count them, and I came up with at least 20. You might come up with a few more, a few less, depending on how you break down some of these. But just listen as I read. He says, We are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as you others. Just the first thing is that let us walk and be sober. Okay, I should be alert and awake. But we want to be sober-minded. to be sober-minded, to be clearly thinking and living as God wants us to live. It says in verse 7, For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken or drunken in the night. But let us, who of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love. And he says, Paul from Homer, the hope of salvation. There's something else that he says. Verse 9, for God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, here's something else he tells us to do. 
comfort yourselves together. And so I want to say about people that I feel very edifying. It just feels easier to drag somebody off bed to get up and comfort yourself. We're supposed to build one another up. Edify one another, even as also you do. And then here's some more things we're supposed to do. That Joe Pete preached about this a few weeks ago. We beseech the brethren to know them with labor among you, and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and esteem them very highly in love for their works' sake. We are peace among each other. So, we are all of those who are spiritually. We are to be at peace with one another. And then he gives us another list, one right after another, he says. We exhort you, brethren, warn them that are needed. Come for the people that are needed. And then I do the same thing. I just say, Jesus, 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 We will only be able to do these things as God is our 
sanctify you wholly to be a hope of our life, wholly, completely. Let me say that. Say God's your whole spirit and soul and body to be your blameless and the hand of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithfully to the promise of the altar of the human that big the God who saved you completely can sanctify you The God who saved you completely can sanctify you wholly. Here he referred to the God of peace. The God of peace gives him gives us peace with himself. When you are at peace with God, you will have the peace of God in your life. He is the God of peace. And we talked about this already in some of these Wednesday night messages, but I want to remind you that the God of peace sanctifies you traditionally through salvation. You are not in Christ to be saved. I think that you just want to be very sanctified. Know that Jesus Christ can and will forgive you of your sins, defend your sins, confess to your sins, and trust in Him for salvation. He will save you. You too can be filled in Christ. Praise God for the finished work of But finished work, though, was not just to give you an eternal home in heaven, but also his work is to change you into the image of Christ by bringing about peace and grace and justice to the man. And the benefits of that salvation is something that will get to the life of heaven. But he's not just giving us a new destination. He changes all things that passed away all things that come near. What a blessing that is. I don't think heaven would be heaven if we had to live it with all the struggles that we have in this life. And you know what? We don't have to wait to get to heaven to begin seeing God at work in our life to transform us through the power of the Spirit and the work of Christ in our God is already doing the work to satisfy you even now. That's why when you say, I'm going to get saved, I'm going to get saved to we are now to follow after the Lord. Notice what Ephesians 2, verses 8 to 10 say. Verse 8, for by grace are we saved through faith in Christ. And the gift of faith, it is the gift of not yourself, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any of you should boast. What does that say? For we are His Created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained you to walk in them. So He saved you so that you could do these good works. Again, we look at that list there and say something like the deal for them. But if you're like me, you look at that list and say, This is intensity. I don't know if it's like I think that's what Paul is saying about himself. I know what I'm supposed to do, but I can't do it. It can be discouraging. It's really discouraging to try to live the Christian life without Christ. It's really discouraging to try to grow in grace without grace. It's really discouraging to try to do God's work without God at work in you. Really have to be God's 
what the city was to be like when it was coming. And he's doing that because he needs to preserve the land. This word preserve means that somebody could have an accusation against him. Thank you. 
is the Lord. From glory to glory, even by the Spirit of the Lord. So God has been working on the security of the Lord, from glory to glory, step by step, in the beginning of Jesus what God allows in your life to suffer. That means that the joys and sorrows are all for the purpose of bringing you closer to Him. That means the messages that you hear from God's Word, the messages that you read in God's Word, the time you spend with other believers around God's Word as you fellowship in the Word, God is using all those things to help you to the life of the to the life of the church, to the life of the church, to the life of all the For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who has the light and sun of darkness, has judged in our hearts. Why? To spread the light of the knowledge of the glory of the light of the face of Jesus Christ. Jesus has the light. He has the spirit of the Christ. To save people from our sin, but he can He says, For we have his treasure in earthen vessels. What else do we learn about God is in some form of the name of faithful. Name is faithful. God is faithful. That means that God is unchanging. 
brings you to tell the rest of the story and for evidence. I'm not trying to reset the world, going back and forth in the body of the Lord's Supper of the And then, after making the decision, you really need to go back and do it all over again so that you can make a different decision. Anybody ever spent time doing that? You are saved by faith so that you can grow through grace. 
Thank you. 